0: It's truly lit, or is it?
1: Well, <laughs> is that how it's done? I don't.
0: I don't know. I'm. I'm in a mixture of feelings right now about the reading that we just did.
1: It was very a lot.
0: <laughs> I think that that's an appropriate way to describe the <laughs> shit show that uh-huh. we just read. And I am having a lot of conflicted feelings because, as someone who genuinely enjoys this saga Ugh. um but is also reading this through like the most critical lens because that's mm-hmm. the point of this everything is just like red flag red flag red flag and it's just a lot to handle i guess
1: that's fair that's fair
0: but um yeah hi i'm Allie, and i'm conflicted so <laughs> hi welcome to into the
1: twilight we have feelings the about most. vampires
0: <laughs> yeah so that's where I'm at, Cody. How are you doing?
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like I am at a better position possibly because I don't have these emotional connections sure. to any of the people in this novel sure. because I could not give less of a shit about any of them or their well-being.
0: Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great place to be at. The benefit is that we are a third of the way through this book now.
1: Oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> so that's good. Um, we still
1: have so much more to go.
0: And it, and it only gets more lit and I don't know if I mean that in like a good way or in like a dumpster fire way um
1: but, I wasn't sure if you were making it like a literature joke but Jesus Christ I mean I wasn't but I am now it wouldn't be past you <laughs> Why I thought that
0: it's just so novel I guess um but yeah, we're proud of that one. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not proud of a lot right now. <laughs> I think that the best way to describe what I'm dealing with right now is the actual title of chapter seven, which is just a nightmare. <laughs> like, everything is just a nightmare right now.
1: That Yeah, that's very accurate.
0: It's just so much, and I don't know how to deal with it.
1: But alas. This chapter starts off with another shocking instance of Bella being pretentious. <laughs> Honestly, which is shocking to no one. Truly, in which like Charlie is like, "Yo, watching watching basketball, living my truth as a single dad, just kind of living." And then she's like, "Ugh, I don't even understand how anyone could find this entertaining. Ugh, what's the big deal? Sports, gross." Yeah, this is peasant activities. I just can't.
0: <sighs> yeah, and and even going as far as to say that about the own music that she's listening to.
1: She's like, yeah. oh, this
0: is, this is trash. This is absolute trash. And then listens to it three times in a row and is like, you know what? This sucks <laughs> at this. Um, like, why don't you give
1: things a chance at first, Bella?
0: Yeah, why do you have such high standards for everything except for all the things? It's like, it's not whatever. In a shocking turn <laughs> of events. fine. She has another dream sequence. Shocking. Truly,
1: yeah. Would you call it a nightmare?
0: I would, I would actually. As the title suggests. Yeah, I would. I would call it a nightmare to experience, to read, all of it. And it's just... To even think about it. Yeah, because if, if it wasn't just enough for her to include another nightmare sequence into this text, the other one was like, what, two pages ago? I, right. We have to deal with all of the dudes... In this dream yeah. sequence as well. Why? Why? <laughs> Why couldn't she have just processed this anywhere else? There hasn't been, like, a shower thinking scene, which, Lord knows, all of us spend time in the shower either disassociating or yep. going through every possible scenario of our lives.
1: Yeah. That or would... thinking about the, the paranormal boys you want to fuck. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. That's it the been... time
1: to do it. The time and place. Truly.
0: But no, no, it's a nightmare. And... <laughs> The thing that's weird about it is Stephanie Meyer has no chill in this sequence. No, why would she? Because Jacob has the most amount of foreshadowing in this. (laughs) And it's going to be really frustrating to think back on all of this when we get to Uh New Moon. Because his whole plot line has been laid out.
1: Yeah. And I don't know how to handle that. See, that's wild because, you know, I'm obviously, you know, I know that he ends up being a werewolf or whatever. I don't know at what point in any of this saga that's revealed or whatever. Sure. But here to just be like, hey, psych, I'm a, I'm a werewolf. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> right. Like, just right there mm-hmm. being like, like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah, of course he's a vampire. But I'm like, if people are reading this, like, that's a major thing that happens later on, I'm assuming. It is. You can't just do that but she does yeah we can't be like on the vampire train and be like oh is he is he not what we don't know and then also like oh psych also a werewolf right yeah because like not till later though
0: (laughs) this basically (laughs) dissolves a major plot point of Mm -hmm. bella being like hmm jacob doesn't seem right because it's all laid out in a nightmare of like he is a red brown wolf and he has black eyes and he's unamused that is his character and so for her I can to imagine do that,
1: when that comes up it's going to be so anticlimactic right because it's like well i've already seen this <laughs> like i don't know exactly what this is right Mm, I don't like that decision but it's
0: fine because then it moves on to something that frustrates me even more which is the fact that there are two sentences in this dream sequence that literally lay out the whole series like if you were to describe the Twilight (laughs) Saga to someone else you would pull out this line of Edward saying trust me he purred and then Bella taking a step towards him and then Jacob launching himself in between those two because that's literally the whole thing the whole thing that's it that's, that's it that's all folks like if i if i wanted to end this podcast right now and just not have any other episodes that would tell you everything that's going to happen for the rest of the novels that we
1: read yeah you wouldn't have to read any of this or watch any of it that's just it truly that's it oh
0: my god oh my god <laughs> I, I didn't remember. Was that the
1: moment when she, like, realized, like, how self-aware she was? So, she was, like, like, as soon as she was writing it, like, it was just a fever dream and her fingers were typing and she wasn't even thinking about it. And Probably. it was just, like, all a blur. And then she was like, this is it. This is what I'm gonna make billions of dollars off of. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> and this is what is gonna be the saga of four books. Just this one line. Just this. I'm gonna." Well- bank off of that forever. (laughs) Honestly. I know
0: that she thought that the publishing house that picked up her book to create it, they thought, Mm -hmm. she thought they were punking her the whole time and that they weren't actually gonna publish it. So now I wonder, like if she went to go sit down and write New Moon, she was like, Well, fuck me. Because
1: I literally Well I'm stuck with this.
0: Yeah. I I can't change the plot points of this saga because they already wrote them in here as a dream. Right. Oh my god, it's fine, it's fine, because Bella wakes up You can't just do the most
1: foreshadowing and then not do it. Oh my God. I just don't (laughs) accurately lay it out for years in this one sentence. You gotta do it. Truly,
0: yeah. She had to commit
1: to the She's bit. like, well, shit.
0: Yeah. And as if that Half- couldn't <laughs> be worse. She wakes up, uh-huh. right, and she's still got her boots on, because she's just, like, losing it. And <laughs> so then she goes and takes a shower. What? Stephanie! Stephanie! <laughs> Stephanie, you could have done the Stephanie, thing. Stephanie, Please. And it didn't even have to be, like, a sexualized thing because it was just, like, an individual, like, first-person narrative. Whatever. Uh-huh. I'm, I, I wish I was over it. I'm not over it, but I'm going to move forward anyway <laughs> and just talk about the internet Wait, but hold on.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if she had two distinct, like, dream sequences back-to-back? <laughs> one in the dream and one in the shower? Because, <laughs> like, it's impossible. I can't even imagine waking up from something so visual and then going to the shower and being alone with your thoughts again. I couldn't. And not, I would not. go back to that still. <laughs> There's no way in
0: hell. Like, I understand... Especially since Bella is a
1: one-track mind kind of lady. Like, she's only thinking about this forever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get the point of, like, oh, I'm gonna take a shower and wake up. No, nope, that's not what I would do. I would wash my face (laughs) or brush my teeth or something to, like, trigger that, oh, I'm awake now thing. That doesn't mean me being alone for...
1: And retrospective. Truly. In a sauna, basically. Exactly. It's
0: a lot and makes me wonder... If Stephanie Meyer is a human, like, I don't... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> is
1: she a vampire, yes or no?
0: <laughs> I I don't know. Um... This is actually
1: autobiographical. This is her life. <laughs>
0: this
1: is, like, <laughs> textbook <laughs> her life. But this internet situation is the funniest. <laughs>
0: Yo, what the fuck? It's... Okay, <laughs> I know that I just doubted that Stephanie Meyer was a human, but this, about the modem and the dial-up internet, was the realest shit that she's ever written about, <laughs> because... <laughs> Like, what a throwback to 2005. Truly. I, wow. I forgot. Well, it
1: seems more like
0: 1995, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, yeah. But. I mean, she, like, could have just loaded that, taken a shower, and then it would have been done. But no, she had to go right. eat and stuff. Whatever. <laughs> I, but that was really the point where I was like, oh, okay, wait, maybe she actually is a a real person. <laughs> Or maybe this is being authored by two people? Like was this a ghostwriter situation? I don't know. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Are we making crackpot theories about Stephanie Meyer's existence?
0: I, I actually know a lot about her life, but I'm just gonna pretend like I don't for the sake of a bit. Wow. Um Wow. Yeah, her family was a lot like the Collins. It's fine. Anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> That's why she wrote them in. Um so she goes onto the internet, right?
1: And does like a deep web search. <laughs> Literally, like, I can't even imagine how this is done in the movie. Like, I can't wait oh, just to watch how wait. this plays out because she, like, sits down at her computer and, like, opens it up and, like, goes to this, like, bootleg Google and just types in vampire. Literally,
0: just vampire. that's it.
1: I what. <laughs> Yeah, she.
0: So Stephanie Meyer said when she was writing this book that the only sources for vampires that she used were the were the ones that she used in this specific scene. So oh my god! They are going to literally use those specific resources in the movie as well. But yeah, there she goes on a deep web search, aka chooses the first result, and right, it's what is a vampire? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I wow. It's a lot to handle her just yes. kind of creating this, like, is he, is he not? Let me just check the internet and have them answer <laughs> it for me like it's a WebMD
1: situation. And then she, like, literally researches every type of vampire mm-hmm. there is. And then she gets to, like, the bottom of the list and, like, oh, sweet, there's a nice vampire. Lit. <laughs> hope that's that. That <laughs> must be him. who
0: he is. Yeah, perfect. Obviously. Well, and she... Does the bit where she, like, literally says what he is. So it's, like, goes over the (laughs) the speed and strength, which are impossible. The eyes, Mm -hmm. the beauty, the skin color. Like, it's just, (laughs) it's a lot to handle. (laughs) Um, No chill, of course.
1: No, why would there be? And
0: you'd think, you'd think after all of this, like, okay. So I have concluded that this person I know is not actually a person and is instead a vampire, what do I do? So she goes through that and still concludes, yeah, fuck it, I'll just still deal with this dude.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no resolution. She's like, well. It's, I don't get it
0: because she knows, she, she says anyway, like, oh, I can't involve anybody else. That would be a bad thing. So right, obviously, course. I have to be the one to deal with this.
1: <laughs> it's a burden on my shoulders.
0: I mean, she's not wrong, but also you don't have to. You could just it's not. It's not your problem. You
1: <laughs> could just not is the thing. You
0: could just not. But and I
1: so <laughs> Twilight, you could just not. <laughs> honestly,
0: that's what Any it should of it. be. So I remember when we talked about the popular highlights on the Kindle last time, um, oh, yes. I didn't actually give any of those. Cause we yeah, because you suck. To a different, excuse you, a different topic. So I wanted to provide one here because it's the first time that Stephanie Meyer actually says Twilight. And it's a okay. lot to handle. So it's in the scene when Bella is trying to figure out what kind of vampire Edward is. Because she's already concluded, of course, that he's not human. Sure. And so... She says, oh god, because when I thought of him, of his voice, of his hypnotic eyes, the magnetic force of his personality, I wanted nothing more than to be with him right now, even if, but I couldn't think of it, not here, alone in the darkening forest, not while the rain made it dim as twilight under the canopy, and I, hmm, (laughs) was that necessary though, is the thing?
1: so much.
0: Because a little context to that, right? So she figures out all of this information, and she's like, you know what? Fuck this. I can't handle it.
1: I'm gonna go be alone. With I my- can't even be in my room any- anymore. <laughs> truly. To get out.
0: So she goes to be alone with herself and her thoughts again in the forest. Because right. Because that's safe, Bells. <laughs> um, if you're thinking that, like, there's this clan of vampires around, like, yeah, just go isolate yourself in the middle of nowhere. Good thinking, my dude. Um, so that's why she's talking about like the forest and all that shit and it's just a lot and a little too like punch in the nose not even on the nose kind of thing
1: yeah it's like hey it's called twilight (laughs) you get it there's vampires it's supernatural spooky yeah
0: yeah if it was yeah if the novel had been titled supernatural she would have just said supernatural here instead yeah like it's no chill at all (laughs) Whatever, Bella, it's fine. She's your bliss. Please don't die. Thank
1: you. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please don't, because I think at this point, you're, you're struggling. So anyway, I'm curious about what you think about what happens when she goes back to school, because I have a lot of feelings.
1: Uh, you always have feelings. But so. it's
0: directed towards a certain person that I like to use an expletive <laughs> towards. So. Oh,
1: Mike. Sir Michael Newton. <laughs> Is that the one?
0: Yes, yeah, the good
1: old fuck Mike Newton bit. Well, this, okay, so there's this whole, like, interaction between the two of them. Yeah. And I'm mixed.
0: Thank you. About
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, like, oh, so she's just there before anyone else, apparently, because, you know, fuck it, she is just chilling in Forks alone. Right. And then just decides to go to Forks High before anyone is there. Sure. And so, Mike, of course, is, like, the second person to arrive as soon as Bella's there. He's like, hey, yo, I love you. Your hair is red in it. That's wild. And she's like, yeah, I guess. Cool.
0: (laughs) It's just gross. Everything about this interaction is so nasty. Like, nasty white boy nasty. Nasty
1: on both sides, though. Like, they're both awful in this scenario for different reasons. Because, like... Uh, Mike is like, yo, uh, how you doing on that paper or whatever? And yeah, oh Bella's like, yeah. Bella's like, well, I'm already done, but doesn't want to say that because she's, you know, trying to be less pretentious, but is not working. It's not really great at that one. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, well, I'm gonna um, do a paper on whether Shakespeare's treatment of the female characters are misogynistic, which a shining point of feminism for Bella Swan, which is unheard of. Truly. And, like, she makes. Mike seem like he's an actual idiot, <laughs> like does not understand any of the words he she had just Literally. said. Literally, and she's just like, "Ugh." He stared at me like I was speaking pig Latin, and I'm like, "Bella, you're so pretentious. <laughs> like it's not. Those are all very simple words, and I think he understands. Yeah, what those
0: are. If he understands Greek and Latin stems, he'd be un- able to <laughs> understand like "miso" and "gin." And understand that that's like hate and woman, and be like, oh, okay, cool. I got it. I took some sort of English class before. Got
1: it. And, and so yeah. then Mike is like, hey, uh, want a date? Yes or no?
0: <laughs> and just like pass Which is, a note forward, like, right? yes or no, while they're
1: still talking. Uh, honestly. He's like, I had this for you. <laughs> yeah. This was at least refreshing because at least he was being direct at, for once. Instead of just like you know beating around the bush and sort of being like, well, nah, 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 nah. right. So that was at least nice. Clearly, it wasn't you know reciprocated, which is fine. And Belle is like, yeah, let's not though. <laughs> really. And then he's just like, well, you know, fuck it, fuck my paper. I could just take <laughs> you out to dinner. Right. It's like, yeah, me, Mike, Mike, <laughs> <And> Mike, <laughs>
0: Mike. Just like chill for two seconds, Mike. Please. It's just chillax. Because he's well I mean I think the grossest thing about that is Bella's like what Mike are you blind and it's like
1: yeah shut the
0: fuck up Bella though is the thing but I think some of the grossest things about that situation too is like why are you touching someone's hair yeah um and the fact that he's like what did you do yesterday and yeah
1: that was weird and she's like his tone were you (laughs) (laughs) up
0: because she was saying that his tone was just A bit too proprietary. And it's like, don't you think that, like, any bit of proprietariness would be a lot? Yeah, like, too much. (laughs) Seeing as he has no reason to have any sort of investment other than the fact that you guys are just friends. And you could be like, hey, so what was up? But mm-hmm. he honestly didn't say it that way. So the whole, that whole interaction was just very like, okay, so Mike is out. Good to know. <laughs> that took a long time. And also
1: she's like, hey, uh, Jessica's definitely in love with you. You honestly? should do that. <laughs> which I can't even tell if it's like her just trying to get rid of him or her actually genuinely caring about Jessica, which seems unlikely because, you know, she has no emotions towards anyone except for Edward.
0: Right. Yeah, I think it's it ended up working in her favor that yeah, Jessica yeah. was absolutely stoked about it. And right. that <laughs> as soon as Mike ended up asking Jessica, that's all that she could talk about. And uh-huh. so Bella was like, cool. I bet on the right thing. Good
1: job. Right. It's like, well, that's out of my hair now. Honestly. Time to dream about Edward more. Truly. Yeah, because she's Guilt-free. sort
0: of listening to Jessica go on about that, but mainly is just <laughs> Freaking out because not only is Edward gone girl this time, but the whole shiny squad is gone girl this time. (laughs) All of them. And she just cannot handle it. And I think that it's very interesting that the primary interactions that she has with the shiny squad are such a source of like anxiety or excitement but there are a lot of high emotions for her and they're Mm -hmm. also tied in at the cafeteria where she's supposed to be eating and most of the time she's just (laughs) not eating because the Uh emotions are so high and it's like Stephanie Meyer what are you trying to say about what women are supposed to look like and act Uh like here
1: Hmm. it's a weird like conditioning that she's done to herself that instead of like a cafeteria being a place where you eat with your friends before you go to class or whatever right it's like a place where you look and see if edward cullen is there and maybe make uncomfortable eye sex or perhaps talk to each other right wild and then never once eating anything more than actually lemonade like that's it (laughs) It, yeah so it's like that's not great and
0: it's not bella's fault in that way. No. But I, it's just gross to me that instead of this being a source of community and catching up with people and learning and it being mm-hmm. a source of, of positive experiences, whether or not he's there, it's always a source of extreme emotion.
1: Yeah. And that's
0: not cool.
1: And the and it's also romanticized, too, right? Because, like, she, whenever she's talking with Edward and stuff and she's not eating, she's like, well, I don't need to eat. I'm like... This is enough. It's like this really gross bad language, right? Yeah, because around the, last the circumstances, time
0: it was what her stomach was full of butterflies. So, um, no, that's not
1: nutrition, though. Yeah, <laughs> I don't butterflies want you to live are not nutrition off of
0: butterflies, literally or metaphorically. Yeah, that's gross. But yeah, she's like holding out, just
1: looking out for you. On, I know,
0: Bella. Just like help me help you. Oh,
1: God, tr- you're making it so difficult I, to live.
0: <laughs> truly, I think Edward would also agree with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, he's not there. And so she's holding on, right, with this last shred of hope that mm-hmm. he'll be there in biology, but he's not. And so, no. fuck studying, fuck knowledge, fuck it all. Because <laughs> she can't care now. No. Because he's not there. <laughs> not like she would have really cared if he was there no so
1: yikes i wonder how her grades are doing (laughs) i mean let's do a little check-in what's your report card like Phyllis? since this
0: knowing how intelligent she is and that she gets her essays done early it's probably fine but we don't actually see her doing a lot no which is probably for the best like from a narrative standpoint but also still (laughs) like
1: yeah fair i don't really care about what you're doing in your gym class right Although I kind of do though, because why were they just doing a lecture Truly. on the sport of badminton instead of play? What gym class operates like this?
0: Yeah, if there was ever a time where we weren't doing activity in my gym classes, it would be like half of the class where you. It would be like
1: it. ten minutes. Like this is how you do it. Okay, fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> For like twelve years, yeah. no one has a lecture class about the sport of badminton. Truly.
0: I'm only imagining that the reason that the teacher didn't finish the lecture is because everyone was trying to make it last as long as possible and mm-hmm. were trying to ask as many questions so that they wouldn't die from Bella that day.
1: Yeah, they, that's fair.
0: I'm just imagining all of her classmates being filled with like bruises and like lacerations because of what she has done to them accidentally. Yep. And so truly. they're like, no, we're going to make this be as long as we possibly can.
1: Just so that We're we just going to try to make it to the end of the year without having to do sports. Yeah,
0: please, God.
1: So no one will die under the hands of Bella Swan. Right,
0: yeah. Ugh, God. This text is just so much sometimes because as if we couldn't get away from Bella's pretentiousness, uh-huh. she goes home and ends up reading her classic literature. And like it's fine that she has them. I also have had to read these. I had to read uh-huh. them for college and not because they're my personal favorite, but you can like whatever you want. <laughs> but she can't be content with them because she realizes that all of the dudes are have E names and she goddamn loses so it. So funny. It's
1: it's, it's actually like oh really man. Funny It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Ah, oh. Let's, uh, re- she has, like, this giant book full of, like, several classic editions or several Jane Austen novels or whatever. Right. All in one. And then she's like, okay, cool, let's flip on over to Sense and Sensibility. Oh, shit. Edward, just kidding, folks. Uh, let's move on. Mansfield Park, maybe? Nope. Uh, Edmund. Little- that's too close. That's just- mm, can't- cannot do that. I need to set this thing on fire, actually. <laughs> Did- <laughs> actually, I can't read Austen ever again, is not it? <laughs>
0: Well, it's a little bit of an Easter egg because the reason that Meyer named Edward Edward was of because of Sense and Sensibility,
1: and of so course.
0: having to read that through knowing that I was like, oh god, <laughs> like <no> thank you. <laughs> but yeah, of course she ends up falling asleep out there because it's sunshine, right? So she's actually able to go outside. But the grossest thing about this is that she says that she wakes up, right? And she can hear Charlie coming home. Mm -hmm. But she has a sudden feeling that she's not alone. And so she calls out and can just hear Charlie's door closing. So she knows that that's not actually him. And it's such a subtle reference to, like, what's going on and all the supernatural stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: and it's like, but not in a, not necessarily a great way. Just in a, like, oh, that's how people feel all the time <laughs> like right <laughs> like it's not good so you could have done this in a little bit of a better way
1: yeah not effective for what she was probably yeah, most, trying to do there
0: most marginalized communities feel like they're not alone and don't feel good about it so I don't know that that was necessarily an effective way to communicate supernatural effects
1: in this though <laughs> but like ooh, a ghost right <laughs> right yeah
0: spooky times yeah spooky <laughs> Oh, gosh. It's it's a lot. The thing that makes me the most sad about this interaction is Charlie just cannot catch a break.
1: No. It, Poor Charlie. He's
0: trying so hard to be a dad to a supportive place for a teenager uh. that, regardless of whether it was a Bella-type teenager or not, all of them are going to be angsty. And so he's Mm -hmm. trying to understand, like, how she's doing, how her day was, and she just (laughs) loses it (laughs) and cannot, cannot care at all about his interest, which is so sad.
1: And it's like, hey, he's trying and he's being a good dad. Right. Right because they although he couldn't like even with any angsty teen he wouldn't he would have been fine but just the fact that he had bella like there was no shot there was yeah. no hope yeah
0: he wasn't gonna win regardless but she ends up communicating to him that she's going to port angeles to mm-hmm. go find dresses for angela and jessica and lauren lol uh,
1: not for her because she's not going of course of
0: course and so charlie asked that he's like So you're not going to the dance, right? Did you change your mind? And she's like, no, dad, obviously.
1: You would get anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's just absolutely shitting on his intelligence there.
1: And And she's like, I would never have to explain this to a woman. I was like, oh, gender, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) What about you being- It's like, maybe you could just easily explain it to someone. Like, it's not that hard. Also, that is a very weird thing that you're doing also.
0: <laughs> right. Well, and it's like, remember when you were trying to like have subtle feminism like two pages earlier, <laughs> but you can't now because the idea of anyone not understanding your intentions is somehow wrong.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. And as Way like, to break down that misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, did it.
0: Because the idea that there couldn't be a mom that also wouldn't understand the intricacies right. of going to help friends is just absurd to her. Ugh, yikes, whatever. Bella, you're confusing and cannot make up your mind, which is understandable for adolescents, but also,
1: like, can you chill, please? Can we just chill?
0: Honestly. So that's chapter seven, but... um, (laughs) It's basically just a filler. It only gets worse. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's very much like a, a rising action to Mm -hmm. chapter eight, which in and of itself is a shit show of a climax. Yes. Um, So she goes to Port Angeles, and she has girl time, and she talks about how the estrogen is invigorating, which, same. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But also, what? (laughs) Uh, Because apparently not only can she sense the smell of blood, but she can also just, like, feel estrogen immediately around
1: Mm -hmm. people. Yeah.
0: Really interesting talent you've got there, my dude. Yeah.
1: Uh, but You are very talented. Yeah. and know your body very well. Very
0: perceptive. Have a lot of understanding about what's going on, which is great. I encourage it, but also how.
1: Um, how can I get there?
0: Yeah. it's. I would like to know your secrets. The thing that fucks me up the most about this, and I had not remembered it as highly as I did, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Bella
0: communicates during this time of them showing off their dresses that she has never had a boyfriend, or mm-hmm. quote, anything close. <laughs> so, um, this is a little fucked up, knowing that where this series is gonna go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and also, Yikes. this specific, like, bit is also what has significantly influenced the Fifty Shades series, which Mm -hmm. is also very gross. So (laughs) that's great and makes me a little unamused with the whole situation.
1: Like, I mean, we're obviously under the assumption that, you know, there's no sex happening until later, obviously, until marriage because religion. Right. But, like, when you find out that there's no previous emotional relationships, and, like, how manipulative this relationship with Edward is, and just how manipulative he is as a person. Yeah. It's so gross. Like, it's so the most. And also, the fact that she's, like, now getting, like, everyone throwing themselves at her, and she does not know how to deal with any of that. No. At all. Because she has no nothing, no, like, has never experienced any of that. It's just so... mm, And especially
0: knowing that she probably hasn't had an effective education about
1: mm-hmm.
0: sex or even intimacy in relationships mm-hmm. in general, being that yeah. most schools, like a third of them anyways, teach some sort of abstinence only education.
1: Yep. Um,
0: and so just the idea that she has no, no knowledge of it in general mm-hmm. at all. It's like she's going in blind with yeah. this is so sad and makes me scared. Uh, Bella. (laughs) And and makes me frustrated as well because of the fact that Stephanie Meyer could have used this as a a plot point to make a statement about something. Mm -hmm. Because I think that a lot of individuals are in that kind of situation, but instead Mm -hmm. she is not. So...
1: It's more like fetishizing, you know... uh purity, and youth, and, like, inexperience, and stuff like that, right. compared to Edward, who is, like, you know, the most experienced, because he's been alive for seven million years, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> like, knows the Donna's ropes, uh, since he was the first, that was him, <laughs> the earth exploded, and then he was there, and just chilling with dinosaurs, it was lit, oh my god, but, like, just that, uh, it's so, uh, gross, <laughs> right, which is also something that happens in Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City. But that's a different... <laughs>
0: okay, but honestly, though, that's so real. Um,
1: uh,
0: I, the thing about this situation that kind of underscores the fact that Bella doesn't have any preparation for what she's dealing with is...
1: Mm-hmm. Jessica
0: finally explains why Lauren has fit into her archetype of being so... Finally! <laughs>
1: Some context. It's
0: not Lauren, because Lauren didn't end up showing uh, up to this thing. It's just Jessica doing it. And she says that Tyler is telling everyone that he's going to prom with Bella. And Mm -hmm. Bella loses all ability to breathe. Yeah. (laughs) Which, knowing her character now, not surprising. But also... I don't know that that was an effective way to respond to the situation, except for now yeah. that you know, she has no concept of how to respond to these kinds of situations. Um, right. But Like,
1: I get it, but it's also just like... It's a lot. It's not that deep. It's not that deep.
0: Yeah. It, it doesn't also really justify the fact that Lauren was acting that way towards Bella. Though. Yeah,
1: not at all.
0: Because <laughs> she could have just asked Bella about it.
1: But no, Mm -hmm. instead... Communication? In a young adult novel? What? (laughs)
0: Absurd. Absurd concept. That's just unreal. Um, But yeah. So they move on. Get dresses. Get shoes. Do all that shit. It's great. (laughs) It's lit. Whatever.
1: Estrogen through the roof. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: surprisingly, no promos to any places because it's still 2005. So that's great. Um, But they finish early. So of course, Bella's like, deuces. Going out on my own in this random place that I don't really know.
1: Bye. Fuck y'all. I'm going to a bookstore because y'all aren't literate enough to want to go to a bookstore yeah. with me.
0: You all cannot match my level of intelligence, so I need to go on my own for this excursion.
1: Ugh. And the bookstore she does find, though, is, like, me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she finds this place that's, like, full of crystals and, like, sp- Spiritual healing stuff in the walls, and I'm like, yes, lit. Are we having a chapter on this? And she's like, oh, I could never step foot in there. I'm like, okay, never mind then, Bella. When she talks about
0: even the the owner of it too, I was like, mm-hmm. is this Cody though? <laughs> it was just
1: me, like, I own this shop. This is my store. Everything
0: is like tie dye and khaki and like, yep, lit. Me. <laughs> just like kombucha everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. like, oh yeah. Did I, tell you,
1: did I tell you that I'm taking a class on the occult next year, next semester?
0: <laughs> I'm so proud of you, but also, <laughs> it's just like, it really fits your brand, I guess, is the best it's way to tr- say it.
1: It's truly, I'm taking branding to a whole new level yeah.
0: <laughs> in my academia. <laughs> You're finally getting educational support for your brand, which is finally all <laughs> that I've asked for. I love it. <laughs> the thing is, so she dismisses this kind of intelligence and this kind of spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yikes, first of all. And then leaves and goes into the, the grossest kind of situation, I guess. And I don't know how I feel about the situation because of the fact that, on the one hand, it's real and happens mm-hmm. a lot to people. Mm-hmm. Of being like followed and stalked and something almost happening. But on yeah. the other hand, it's not I don't know. There isn't really like a message out of it. And
1: I don't know yeah, that there needs
0: to be, but also it's literature, so like, shouldn't there be Yeah.
1: Right. It's also like you're taking this um vulnerability that she's experiencing by being followed and by being like catcalled or whatever. Yeah. And then using that as a way to make Edward look really great for saving her in that moment. Right. So it's just kind of like, well, like, was the point to just showcase how great of a guy Edward is? Or just to, you know, or the fact that to highlight that, you know, Bella as a woman alone in the streets of the city that she doesn't know is being attacked. Probably not that one, though.
0: And I rereading this I was thinking like okay so she's hitting on points that are very true to someone who would be experiencing this like she's Mm -hmm. thinking about the pepper spray which is not there Mm -hmm. and she's trying to remember like screaming which she can't do because her throat's dry she's trying Mm -hmm. to remember self-defense things like these are all very expected Mm -hmm. thought processes but then of course and I don't know if it's necessarily for the best. The the situation is interrupted, but it's interrupted by Edward and not by what you would expect, which is like Jessica or Angela.
1: Yeah. So Ugh It's also like, hey, you needed this guy to like basically follow you exactly. And see where you were going to be able to help you rather than, you know, people that are there with you and should be, you know, expected to be there. In a sense.
0: And the weirdest thing, I guess, about the whole situation is the way that she writes Edward showing up because she says that he commands to her, like, get into the car.
1: Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I feel so safe. Yeah, she's <laughs> like,
0: oh, it's just wild how my fear has just gone. Um,
1: no, no,
0: <laughs> that's not
1: absolutely not.
0: <laughs> that is not how that experience happens, though, is the thing. Um, no, because even even if someone that you trust or feel comfortable around interrupts a situation like that, you're still going to have like physiological experiences of fear in that. Yeah. So, yikes. And I don't know. <laughs> In that point, if she's, like, leaning towards the supernatural,
1: but I think Mm -hmm. that it
0: still does harm, because I think that if someone experiences something like this, which statistically they will, they're going to feel wrong for feeling fear still, Mm -hmm. I guess. So I don't know. It just feels gross to me.
1: Yeah. It's like, it could have been really well executed and, like, shown a light on something, but it was just used as a tool to, like, make Edward seem, like, a great guy and make, like, you know, a knight in shining armor kind of thing happen. Yeah. In this, like, real moment of, like, fear and uh, not vulnerability.
0: Exactly. And it doesn't get better when they get into the car (laughs) and he does interrupt the situation because of the fact that he's only focusing on himself The Mm -hmm. thing that pissed me off the most is he tells her, just prattle about something unimportant until I calm down. Um,
1: what? Yeah. Also, the first thing she says when she's in the car is, like, are you okay? Like, she asks him if he's okay. And I'm like, what? How? Why? What? That part, I guess, doesn't surprise me too much because
0: I do that. So Fair. Like, and I think that when you are in shock, I think it's hard to understand what you're personally going through. Mm -hmm. But I do think that, uh, I don't know that that was necessarily an important thing to include there. Because if she's not normalizing everything else, Mm
1: -hmm. including
0: that bit, makes it just seem like this part is only about him. Right. So the fact that this car scene is solely about him having to calm down so that he doesn't go back and rip these people apart and not Mm -hmm. focusing on her experience even though that was the reason that he showed up in the first place makes no sense for his character even in general no <laughs> and she just tries to justify it as like oh i have a bad temper and no i no because and it, he we haven't gotten to this bit yet but i mean even if even if it wasn't a part of his character and it was just because of the fact that he's lived a long time you would hope uh-huh. that he was trauma-informed because the fact that his right. dad's a doctor, you know? Uh-huh. Like, his faux dad, whatever.
1: And like, <laughs> you're not my real dad.
0: You're not my real dad. Fuck off, Carlisle. Um, but, like, you would understand that if he's lived that long and he's well-read as he is, he would understand how people respond to shock and fear. Right. And he would be focused on them instead. But he's not. Yeah. So it doesn't fit either of their characters, really. Yeah. It's gross, and I don't like it.
1: Like, the fact that he's just, like, it's so focused on him and being like, oh, well, it's such a burden that, like, yeah. <laughs> I have to, like, try not to tear these dudes apart and, like, kill them or whatever. It's like, how about you make sure that Bella's, like, literally alive and, like, feels, like, safe? Truly. Maybe that would be nice, yeah, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, just brood and, like, you know, dry you for a little bit. That's fine. Yeah, that would
0: be great. And it doesn't get better.
1: Unfortunately, it never does.
0: <laughs> it just gets weirder because he ends up driving her to the place that she was supposed to go to dinner with Jessica and Angela. Mm-hmm.
1: And but she's though, like seven years late.
0: <laughs> she's seven years late. She didn't tell him where she was going for dinner. No,
1: Mm-mm.
0: And she's even like, how did you know? And then she just stops and shakes her head.
1: What? Can uh, we stop normalizing this crazy behavior?
0: <laughs> li- like, literally, this behavior is not good. It's not okay. You literally
1: research vampires, and you're still like, yeah, this is like fine, though. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not normal, and you are still like, <laughs> yeah cool no 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 it's the thing it's gross
1: and weird isn't my boyfriend weird wow (laughs) isn't
0: he just so like quirky he's so quirky wow (laughs) yeah it's gross he like
1: finishes my own sentences is crazy
0: right wow uh don't like it and they get there and he dazzles them (laughs) like he dazzles jess and angela to the fact that she
1: uses the word dazzle truly
0: in order to like have Jessica and Angela leave so that he mm-hmm. can have dinner with her alone instead of mm-hmm. letting her go home yeah mm. Mm.
1: Mm. and the fact that he didn't even eat anyway she he just watched her eat and drink all of the beverages they've got truly yeah. yeah so he was just like yeah I just want to be here And watch you do human things. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Because they get in there, and he finally admits that he has some sort of knowledge about trauma. Because he's like, well, Uh I'm actually waiting for you to go into shock. And he smiles. Weird. Um, (laughs) 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 Creepy and gross.
1: Um,
0: And she's like, oh, yeah, I don't think that that will happen. I've always been very good at repressing unpleasant things. One, same. But also, (laughs) yikes. Because that's also not, no, Stephanie, that's not, that's not good, though, is the thing. No. (laughs) I think it's okay to have your human in this situation naturally respond to something that's traumatic and terrifying. I don't understand your goal here, other than to make her seem like a supernatural human. But in the process of doing that, you're invalidating a lot of folks. Gross is the thing.
1: No thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, that's a hard pass for me, actually. And there's a lot of conversation in this dinner situation about like what a normal human is like. Uh-huh. And I don't like it though. It's the thing. <laughs> Cause he's just like, you should be though. You should be actually right. really shook. A uh, normal person would be shook. I think that that's fair. That's a normal thing.
1: But also, people process things differently. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's very normal to not, you know, deal with trauma the same exact way. Truly,
0: yeah. And I think that for some people as well, if you are used to repressing things like that, it will Mm -hmm. come on later. Especially because right now she's having to perform in a situation Mm -hmm. and respond to someone that she has a crush on and be in a public place. So she's Mm -hmm. probably not going to have to break down, especially given the fact that she lived most of her life mothering her mother. So she knows how to hold on to things. So I don't know. That was not dealt with great for me personally.
1: (laughs) More of Edward claiming to know more about Bella's life than Bella knows. (laughs)
0: Honestly, you would think at this point that after he heard all that and he's this like omnipresent all-knowing person, that he would remember that and be able to access that knowledge. But alas, he's nope. still all consumed with how much he wants to go back and rip the throats out of those dudes. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Edward.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh,
0: how did you feel about the hypothetical situation that they get into?
1: Oh, God. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, if anyone ever <laughs> says, like, So, hypothetically speaking, like, they're talking about them is the thing. So,
0: asking for a friend.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Let's say somebody, um, you know, hypothetically would, um, could read someone's mind or, like, know what people are thinking and know where they are all the time. Definitely not you, Edward, um, but someone else. And definitely not to me. Nope. Nuh-uh. Um, (laughs) how would that happen? Right. Is that normal? And
0: the fact that he follows that up and is like, just one exception. Hypothetically.
1: Right. Uh, It's like, he keeps trying to play the game, but is also half giving her information. Like, it's so silly.
0: It's, it is. It's really silly. And then just finally gives up on it. And is like, you know what, actually, I just followed you to Port Angeles, though. (laughs) Um... Okay. (laughs) And then tries to justify that with the fact of like, I've never tried to keep someone alive before, but it's just really hard because you're you. And when it comes to most people, they can make it through the day without a lot of catastrophes happening.
1: Yeah, you train wreck.
0: Yeah. So if you know that she's like on the cusp of going into shock, you're going to say this to
1: her. Right. And wow, just, it's wild that you're not, like, in shock right now. Also, I definitely followed you here, like, a normal person.
0: And you fucking suck at being a human, Bella, actually. Yeah.
1: Hope that <laughs> <And> doesn't, also,
0: <laughs> like, hope that doesn't cause you into going into a spiral right now. Lol. Nah. Like, oh my god, I don't get it. I don't <laughs> get it. I don't understand. Because He's trying to justify why he's doing what he's doing,
1: but Mm. none of
0: it is really an effective justification for following someone anywhere.
1: No. Like, and I can get it from this stance of, oh, he can't even, like, justify it to himself. Like, he doesn't even know why he's doing all this wild stuff because he's so, like, in love or whatever or dazzled uh, by Bella. (laughs) Right. But, like, that's still, it's weird it doesn't make the weird things he's doing less weird. Still very much weird. Yes. And... It's, like, the same thing where people are, like, oh, like, when people do, like, quote-unquote stalkerish, for lack of a better term... Yes. ...things. And it's, like, oh, it's different if it's someone you're into or someone you think is attractive. But if it's not, then it's, like, those actions are considered valid. Right. Yeah. But like, they're all trash. It's all trash. <laughs>
0: it's... It's all gross. And I think the fact that he doesn't have an effective reason for doing what he's doing is only underscored when he talks about why he couldn't let her go with Jessica and Angela because mm-hmm. the fact that he was like, I was afraid if you left me alone I would go looking for them <sighs> um, okay
1: so I yeah. have a
0: few questions <laughs> 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 Why, why are you still putting this on her?
1: yeah none
0: of this is her fault so don't. Just keep
1: it together.
0: <laughs> you are the one that's supposed to be a superhuman here. Can yeah. you keep your chill? Because you're acting a lot like a 17-year-old, actually. <laughs> and I don't like it. Edward, please stop. Boy. Li- literally a boy. You are being a boy <laughs> child right now.
1: You 100-year-old man child. <laughs> you know better. <laughs>
0: Edward, I would slap you on your hand if it wouldn't break my whole body. <laughs> um like, I don't get it. Why are you doing this?
1: If I smacked your wrist, my bones would just crumble.
0: <laughs> Literally. Uh so the chapter ends finally with them
1: <laughs> after seven years.
0: <laughs> with Bella being thankful that they're getting into a car together.
1: Uh-huh. To For an hour long drive home.
0: Yeah. Um and that's where it ends. Thank God.
1: Yeah. Praise be. Praise be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like it's so what an I I saw I read thing. like
1: the first sentence of the next one, and I was like, I actually don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> 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 I just don't I wanna quit now.
0: <laughs> and we are only a third of the way.
1: Through of the a first fourth, book, yeah.
0: Through a fourth of the way, through the saga, so- like the main saga. Not even through like the extra books and through the other things. Like there is so much. We just started this podcast.
1: <laughs> I'm so sad.
0: <laughs> it's just it's frustrating. I think for me as well because when I read these the first time, like as my 14 uh-huh. year old baby, child. None of this was like, huh, weird. That's kind of gross. Right. I mean, it probably was, but I can't actively remember being like, eh, that's nasty. Sure. And that's Oh, so the sad. patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. Gross is the thing, actually. I don't like it. And that makes me sad, because that, I'm sure, happened to a lot of people. Yeah. And I just, I want to take Bella and be like, I know that you're pretentious right now because you're an adolescent, but shut the fuck up and be safe. Is the thing. <laughs> and I want to be like, Edward, you piece of shit that's trying to do stop. your best. <laughs> Just stop and think about what you're doing and then try to proceed in an effective way.
1: Next week, chapters 9 and 10. Yay. This is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Earbud Media and also eventually Earbud Not yet, though. Can also follow the show Into the Twilight on Twitter. Add into the Twilight. We have a Tumblr Into the Twilight Show. It's so it good, is y'all. Ally's safe home, safe place. It is like it's my.
0: It is my safe <laughs> word and my safe place. Honestly, like I love that thing so much. Oh my
1: god. We also have uh, an email address, so if you'd like to send us any of your trash from. Like 10 years ago, <laughs> that you still have saved. Do it. Please. Do it. It's into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. Yes. We also have a Patreon if you want to send us cash. Yep. <laughs> Be a, a part great, of the yeah. Shiny Squad. We have cool perks. You can get access to a bunch of fun stuff on our Patreon only feed. It's mm. lit. You can find Allie on the internet at 23 of me everywhere. She keeps it tight and consistent. I
0: do. I know I used it before, but I just feel that emotionally today.
1: So. <laughs> That's just my feelings. That's
0: just, like, how I personally feel today. That's so. just where
1: I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, my soul and my body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You can find me on the internet at CodyCaptures or CodyCarell.co or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't used that one before. That's scary. Oh my god. I uh, started selling uh, art stuff, photo prints of some of my stuff. So Look if you'd at you. like to buy any of those things for your wall, if you want, you can. Uh, Cody Corral.bigcartel.com or that's also on Cody Corral.co or my Twitter. Anything. Thank you. Thank You're you. You're our art is by Maddie Padilla. And She's it's so the lovely. fucking best. You can find her stuff on Instagram at YourGhostHost44 and other places on the internet, but that's where all the art is and it's great. It is. And so she great. sells stuff too that you can find through there. Hire her, do the things. This
0: is a personal call out to Eli Krause,
1: who does oh our God. music.
0: <laughs> okay. Who's dope as hell. I don't know him, I'm sure he's great. You can find a shit at Krausfilms.com. Eli, what the fuck you doing? Are you listening to our stuff? Let us know. I want to know. So just do it. Thank you. I had
1: nothing to do with this, just so we clear. True. Cody
0: had no idea that I was going <laughs> to do that. So I'm sorry, Cody, and I'm sorry, Eli.
1: Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Is that it? Did we do all the things?
0: Um, It's snowing a lot, so I'm going to go. Okay, well, <laughs> Have a when we
1: start talking about the weather, we know it's over. Yeah. As we say at Forks, give it!